What's up? Dad's hitting the road. Gonna drive you to Bag of Twizzlers and talk to y'all. So have a good time. Just be careful. Hey there folks, this is Rico on the road back to Rockford uh, and recording a going to be a pretty casual a little road show for all of you for this week's edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. Today is November the 28th, 2010. This is podcast, I think it's 307. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was a nice uh, holiday. It was home for uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, here in the States, you know, we all peek out on... Uh, turkey uh well at least once a year not counting uh the other uh the other holidays and stuff so uh it's uh it was nice to be home nice to see everyone uh and also nice to have uh more than just a day or so at home this you know most of the time when i go home for the weekends i usually try to get an extra day in so i usually have like a three day but one of those days is more or less driving back so it's kind of like a day and a half at home anyway. But I got home on Wednesday, Wednesday just before Thanksgiving. So I had Thanksgiving, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday pretty much all at home. And was at Lynn's Brothers for Thanksgiving for the big the big feast. And if you're a forum member, uh, and if you're not, you should be. I posted up a few pictures from that, mostly of the of the youngins, the kids, although they're not really all that young anymore. My uh, or Lennon and my uh, two boys, Stephen and Eric, and her brothers, uh, two kids, Grant and Chloe. So, uh, gosh, they're uh, they're all so tall. <laughs> I used to think I was a tall person. I'm like six four, and my kids, you know, Stevens is a little taller than me. Eric is just a little under my height. Chloe and Grant are both pretty tall. So it's, uh, I guess that's the way things go: genetics and good food and, and whatever. So. Uh, but I'm not sure quite what I was going to really... There's not going to be really a main topic, I guess, or subject to this week on the podcast. I'm just going to talk about some random things a little bit, uh, some things going on, eh, a little bit about Trek, I guess, maybe a little bit about sci-fi in general, but uh, pretty pretty casual, probably a little on the shorter side, I'm sure. I, I don't even think I'll probably speak an hour here. Uh, the traffic right now on the road is... is yeah, it's okay. It's, it's not anywhere thick or bad yet the day is nice it's a sunny day it's only about 40 40 degrees it's about noon right now um but uh i always wonder when when people see me on the road like this if they uh if they think i am like talking into a cell phone or i have my little mini recorder here uh but uh but anyway i'm sure most people would probably think i'm just talking into a cell phone Anyway, uh, the, I guess the first thing that uh, I thought I would uh, talk about is a little bit about Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. I, I waited until I got home for the weekend to see this. I wanted to go with Lynn. And actually, Stephen, our oldest son, wanted to go too. We went on, I guess we went on Friday after Thanksgiving to an afternoon show. I, I'll try to keep this pretty much spoiler-free. I know there's a lot of people that have not seen it yet. Uh, it's uh, it's just been out a week here in the United States. I know other countries are getting it uh, at other times. 
not uh, not the same time as we are, maybe in a few weeks. I know the UK, I think, gets it later than we do. But anyway, it was a fantastic movie. I, I, I thought it was great. Uh, you know, the hardest thing and probably the worst thing about the movie that everyone really already knows is it's only uh, half or so uh, part one of the last book. The last book is, is, is fairly long, and I think it might be the longest of the books. I've read the book, and it, uh, you know, they, they had decided uh, that they didn't want to break it up. They wanted to, or I'm sorry, what am I saying? Sorry, got a little confused there for a second. <laughs> anyway, they decided that they didn't want to cut a lot out. So they decided to make it into two movies. You know, some folks, and I think I said this even a little bit, there's part of me that wonders if this isn't just a way to make more money. And there's got to be a little bit of that in there. There's no denying that that making two movies and, and filming them all, uh, or filming both at the same time, is going to make them eventually more money. There, there's no question about that. Uh, they've got two movies they're going to release. The next part's going to come out, I think, in July next summer. I'm pretty sure it's July. They seem to, when they release those movies over the summer, they usually are in July. They don't go for the early part of the summer. Uh, they try to avoid that for some reason. I'm not sure why. But anyway, uh, but so they decided to make this into two parts. Now, I think that there's a lot of good... Uh, uh, you'll, when you see the movie, you'll you'll realize that this this makes the movie uh, to me a lot better, uh, and also a lot more I- inclusive of what's in the book. This uh, they don't they don't have to really really chop 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 and only include the very big big scenes of the book. They they can include a lot of little kind of just nice little moments, especially between the th- the main three characters uh, between Harry. Ron and Hermione, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of nice stuff between the three of them, and it just shows how how close they've become, you know, as characters from the book, and also, you know, I think as actors, they're very comfortable with each other and have become very close over the years in, in working together. And it, you know, it's kind of sad that you know the the first part of the movie they kind of bring them all, introduce them again, and well, it, you know, you see them all again for the first time. And I have to feel a little bit, almost a little sad, just because I know this is the second to the last movie that we're going to see them in doing this uh, thing, and it's a little bittersweet. You know, it's it's hard, and they you know they started as very young, you know, pretty young kids, and and now they've grown up, and and they seem to be, uh, and I hope continue to be uh, actors, you know, that are very good, and also with with fairly good heads on their shoulders. They all. They all seem to have their own sort of personality in real life, and they, they don't seem to be, so far at least, caught up in the craziness that sometimes kids that end up in entertainment and, uh, you know, will maybe sometimes have some issues as they grow up with all the fame and the fortune that that brings. And, and I, I don't know why that is necessarily. Is it because they're all British? <laughs> is that helpful? I think they're all British. Is that, isn't that correct? I'm pretty sure they all are. I know, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I guess the only one I'm not quite sure where he was born is Ron, but I'm pretty sure he is too. I, I, I know Emma Watson is, is from the UK, uh, and, and, and Harry, of course, and it just, uh, so anyway, Daniel Radcliffe, why am I blanking on his name? But I, maybe, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe the fact that they're all, you know, maybe you, you, you UK folks, the kids are a little bit better, you know, in terms of, I, I don't know, maybe they've got better heads on their shoulders. But man, every time I turn around, there's another story about Lindsay Lohan or, or, or some other, you know, celebrity, you know, that started out really young and having issues. So I hope that continues. I hope they, they continue to do well in their careers and, and all that. But I'm, I, I guess I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent. But that's what road shows are for, tangents, right? Uh, so back to the movie, though. So again, this movie, I think, because they knew they had some time, and it's still a fairly long movie, part one. I think it's about almost two and a half hours, 146 minutes or so. I guess that includes everything, credits and all. That um, they, they really get a chance to just kind of sort of I don't want to use the word, the word isn't really relaxed, but they just get a chance to just set sort of a different pace for this. I'll, I'll give you a, a comparison or an analogy. The Goblet of Fire, which I, I thought that was a great book. I love that book, the story and everything. But the movie just, there was a lot of, that was 
a, a really big book too. And they just had to really hack and slash and cut a lot out of that when they did the movie. I still like the movie, but it was, it really felt like, okay, here's a big scene, let's show that. Here's a big scene, let's show that. Here's a big scene. And then the movie was over. But in this in this movie, in the first part, it isn't really quite like that. And I, and I really, really appreciate it. And I'm really happy that they decided to go down the route of making two films. He, when you look at this, and I, and I think a lot of Harry Potter fans might start to feel the same way, that you, you may start to wonder and, and, and wish they had done this for, for some of the other movies in this series. You know, there's uh, the last few books have all had a lot of detail, a lot of a lot of parts in them that they had to, you know, of course, cut for time. I know there are deleted scenes and extra bits in the DVD releases, but it isn't quite the same thing. So uh, it was great. I enjoyed it. It's uh, the movie just it still moves along. It doesn't feel like they've just made it. It doesn't feel slow to me at all. I think what they show you is important. I, I don't think because they've got, you know, probably what will end up being about five hours of movie time to tell the last book story. I don't think it feels like it's, oh gosh, this is dragging. They could have hacked all this part out and hacked this out. I, I don't, I didn't feel that way at all. Maybe other people will. I haven't really read a lot of reviews. Uh, the uh, I'm not much for reading uh, professional reviews of movies. I think movies are kind of a personal thing a little bit. And in a way, I think everyone has different tastes. I think there are certain certain aspects and certain technical parts of movies that that you can kind of comment on you know did they get the story across are the characters interesting uh or or is there confusion i don't know you know but all i'll say is it, it, it's it's to me it's a fantastic movie i very much enjoyed it i do want to hear from people though and maybe i can include some of these comments on next week's show if you want to email them to treksf at gmail.com what you guys thought of the movie, you know, in, a, in a, a couple minutes or less. One thing that I wanted to learn from some people was, uh, did uh, anyone have seen the movie, Have has anyone seen it in these D-Box uh, showings, these D-Box theater seats that I, I, I just recently learned about? I guess some theaters around the country have these motion seats now for uh, a few seats in the theater, and they... They, basically, they move around when things go on on the screen. Like if there's a chase, you know, it, like in cars or something, they would shake around. and Whatever is going on on screen, you're supposed to sort of feel it in the seat. So if anyone saw it, uh, I, I learned the theater that actually in Michigan that we went to had, a, had one of their um, movie screens with some of those seats in it, but we didn't go to that. We went to just a regular theater, uh, didn't have the D-Box. I know it cost a little extra. I noticed it was two or two dollars and fifty cents more for that, uh, but it's just certain select seats. It wasn't like a whole theater of them. I believe it was just certain seats in a theater. I believe in this, at least in the Michigan one. So, uh, so Harry Potter, go see it. I, I, I highly recommend it and suggest you go see it at the theaters. You, you certainly will enjoy it if you enjoyed the other uh, movies. There has been some uh, people have been asking on the forum a little bit about is it okay for little kids and and that's a tricky one to answer I'd say this movie has some things in it that are a little um, tougher and grimmer and a little darker than the previous films to a degree there are always some things that happen in all of the books pretty much that are a little uh, rough and that it has increased over the books and over the movies because you know hey he's Harry Potter is trying to go up against this nasty you know Voldemort he who should not be named or whatever you got to expect some some things to happen some problems and stuff along the way so anyway um, the uh, it, it, all I could say is if you have any doubts if you have really little kids and you're gonna take them yeah you, you know maybe go check it out for yourself go see it before you take the kids to see it there are some things that you know for little ones that might disturb them I, I'd say if anyone's old enough uh, you know definitely into the teenage years and definitely if they're old enough to be reading the books, they're going to know what's going to happen anyway. So I think they'd be fine. So that's, uh, anyway, what are we at? Uh, oh, 13 minutes. Got plenty of time to ch jibber jabber, jibber jabber. So Harry Potter, great movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I might even try to go see this one in the, in the theaters again. I, I've usually only seen them, I think, once in the theaters. But I, I think that this one, I, I, I don't know, there's something about it that just really... I, I, I really love there's a, there's some really great moments like I said between 
especially the main trio, and I think that's uh, a lot of uh, nice stuff, and this will be, like I said, one of the last times to see that. what else uh, at the films and the movies? I, I don't think there's a lot. Oh, I wanted to mi- kind of veer off and comment about one thing. It's not really a sci-fi uh, topic or fantasy or anything like that, but I've got a friend where I'm working now that it's a pretty big movie buff, and he recommended this movie called, I think it's called Just Another Love Story. I watched it over the weekend on Netflix streaming, uh, which uh, Netflix is raising their prices by a dollar, and I know we've been talking about that on the forums a little bit. I, I think it's still a, a great value for the money. Uh, so, But this movie that I watched is a foreign movie dubbed, uh, not dubbed, sorry, subtitled. And it, it, it's a little different. And, and it brought up something to mind as I was driving back here, just kind of, you know, my mind was going over what I wanted to say on the podcast this week. I, I believe this movie, Just Another Love Story, I believe it was from the Netherlands is where they made it, I think, pretty sure. Uh, it, uh, it's sort of a love story, but there's some twists and turns in it as well. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie, pretty interesting. But my comment, or what I was going to say about related to this, and, and I watch, nah, I wouldn't say I watch a lot of foreign movies. I watch a few. I probably definitely watch more than the average person. But what I wanted to say is, how come that, except in some very, very art house select theaters, that that foreign movies really don't get released over in the United States any kind of a wide release as opposed to how um you know movies from the United States American movies get released like all over the world and I I don't know I guess because we have such a huge mega rich entertainment industry here not just movies but television uh music and so forth but I gotta believe even some less, you know, lower budget uh, films from overseas that are pretty interesting and pretty good would do okay over here. And I I just thought it was an interesting dichotomy and a a difference, the fact that um, it really doesn't happen so much over here. We get a few of those movies. They got to be really, really big and and have done well. And then they'll, they'll end up, like I said, in some very small, you know, select run in art house, what we call theaters, which aren't the big megaplexes of movies and all that. So uh, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts about that. I, I I believe that in other countries, like in Europe and that, that you guys get a much wider mix of films released there than you do in, uh, that we would do over here. For example, I, I'd love to hear, because I know we have a lot of UK guys uh, on the forums and, and listeners, do you guys get like a lot of films from Spain, France, other countries in Europe and that? in the UK, uh, along with, you know, United States, American made movies too. Is it, is it a kind of a nice, uh, you know, multicultural, uh, when you go to the cinema, are, are there a lot of choices like that? Uh, I, I'd be really curious to know. And if you guys want to, you know, email to just answer or, or create little audio comments and send them to me, that would be uh, fine too. So it's just something I know I've been to, you know, I've been to Europe a few times. I've, I've, I think I went to the theater once, maybe when I was in uh, England. I, I'm trying to recall if there was, uh, you know, how, what the mix of movies were over there. But anyway, just just something I thought I would mention and talk about. Uh, let's switch over from movies. I, of course, well, one last thing. I, I'm, I'm still very much looking forward to Tron Legacy. That's coming up in a few weeks. I guess uh, there's a couple other things that are coming up this uh holiday that that looked pretty good too but that's probably the other big one that i'm really looking forward to uh let's switch over a little bit to television uh of course uh the usual shows they take a little bit of a break around this time of the year although we're still getting some new episodes of chuck which uh is great i'm enjoying this season of that a lot uh if you haven't watched chuck you should give that a shot uh very very fun show both funny and serious at the same time uh, and some fun action too. Uh, just uh, uh, it's just a really good show. It's also a show that's each year has has been on the borderline for getting uh, uh, getting canceled. It, it somehow keeps surviving. I know there's some people I believe at NBC that are that are, are fans of the show, and I think uh, I think those two uh, or the the cast of that show I think are, are also another a group of actors that are really great, and I think will continue. I, I the the guy that plays uh, Zach Levi, I think his name. Yeah, he plays Chuck on that show. He's also doing the voice in that new animated uh, Disney movie, Tangled. 
he's the, uh, the, the, I don't know if he's a thief or a prince or whatever he is. He's the guy, the main guy in the movie. He does the voice for, uh, the main guy who runs across, uh, uh, the Tangled Girl or Rapunzel or whatever she's called. I haven't seen that movie, but, uh, but he is the voice in that, uh, so uh, Chuck is, is interesting. I'm, I'm watching No Ordinary Family, still liking that. Uh, it, it has its ups and downs. I, I, I'm wondering where it's all going uh, a little bit and, and also how it's doing in the ratings. I haven't heard a whole lot. I don't, I don't know if it's doing, you know, middle of the road ratings or if it's doing, you know, really at the borderline of being canceled. I'd hate to see it get one season. I know it's got, I think, a full season it's been approved for, but only one season and then it go away again i think they have a good cast and a good good uh good show going there oh uh, backing up a bit the walking dead uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying that show that's probably near the top of my list right now it's 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 really interesting uh, i think there's only been i think there's two episodes left yeah uh, you may not know this but they are only showing are going to have six episodes six total episodes for this season of the walking dead there's one on this evening uh, here in the states, at least uh, Sunday night, and there will be one. Uh, the, the finale, <laughs> the season finale, will be next Sunday, six episodes, and then there is going to be some period of a break. I don't know how long. It could be, you know, nine months. It's going to be a long time, though, from what I know and have heard. I know the mo- or the uh, sorry, the series is doing well, and they've already been approved for another season. But a part of the reason this is a short, real short season is they only had time to film like six episodes before their, or, or just about before their uh, Halloween premiere. And I don't know why they didn't just keep filming. I'm not really sure all the details, but uh, suffice it to say that they are only going to be uh, showing us, we're only getting six uh, whole episodes. And I know the show has done well. The ratings are good. And they have been, you know, the critics seem to be liking it. And, uh, you know, everything's great, positive, positive, positive. But there's going to be a long break before we get more episodes of that series. Maybe it'll start up again in the summer. I don't know. I'll try to keep people posted on the podcast. But that's kind of a shame a little bit. I didn't realize it was going to be that short of a season. Uh, so uh, that that's really, uh, you know, they really get going. And then, boom, it's, it's, it's six episodes. And uh, what is this, a UK series? Come on, you guys. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but I'm liking it a lot. So that, that's a show you should be watching. I, I talked a little bit about it on last week's podcast, I know. Uh, what else is going on? I, I try to go through the week of, of what I watch. Uh, other shows, I watch some comedies, uh, so we won't mention those Wednesdays. Uh, the Thursday, oh, Fringe, of course. Fringe has been great this season. The, uh, the thing I wanted to mention about Fringe that I read about is... Starting, I think, in early, it's early January, I think when it comes back after the holidays, it is going to be moved. Fox, in their infinite wisdom again, is moving, you know, used to be on earlier in the week. I think it was Tuesdays or Mondays. What what night was it? I think it was Tuesday. Anyway, then it got moved to Thursdays, and now Fox is going to be moving it to Fridays. I believe it'll be 9 p.m. Eastern time, Uh, and it is, you know... I'm not really sure why. I know they're rearranging their schedule a little bit in the mid-season with American Idol coming back on. Who cares, you know, about that. But uh, uh, anyway, they uh, they are moving Fringe to Fridays. And, you know, a long time ago, X-Files was on Friday nights when the first when the show first uh, started on the air and then it eventually ended, ended up and was on for most of its run, I believe on yeah it was on Sunday for I think that was most of its run I think that was the first couple seasons maybe on Friday only the first few seasons and then most of its run it was on Sunday nights which uh, you know Sunday nights they always say is the the biggest uh, television night of the of the week most people you know have been kind of gotten everything done that they want for the weekend and kind of settling in to relax with some television on Sunday so Sunday has the biggest uh, audience biggest ratings and. There's a lot of shows usually uh, that are worth watching on Sundays. Monday's a pretty big night too, and that. But so Fringe, I, I, I'm a little worried about that. You know, I think the season has been good, but you know, moving until Friday night, I, I hope that doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, hurt the show at all, hurt its uh, chances for for a fourth season, because I think it's really interesting, and I, and I'd hate to see something bad like that happen to it. It's always kind of been struggling a little bit. 
I think they, they've found a pretty good audience, but I, I don't think it still is the ratings, you know, powerhouse that Fox might like. So maybe they're thinking the geeks that are still home on Friday nights will be tuning in and, and will watch it more than Thursday. Thursday, it does have a, a fair amount of competition. There's a lot of stuff on Thursday nights, so maybe it will help it. Who knows? Uh, I know they moved The Big Bang Theory, which is still, uh, you know, a great show and fantastic and fun. They moved that to Thursday. CBS did, at least, and it has done well, very well for uh, itself on Thursday night. It's also on earlier, which I think is a big help for it, too, actually. The, uh, I, always, I always used to think The Big Bang Theory was on much later in the you know, in the evening than it really should be. It was on, I think, on nine, at 9.30, and I, I thought, you know, 9 o'clock, okay. 9.30 was really pushing it. Now it's on, a, now it's on at 8, even. So, uh, But uh, what else uh, is going on? And then on Friday, I watch, I guess, Smallville. So that's going to be, I think, competing directly, or is it on? Yeah, I think they'll be on at the same time, both at 9 o'clock, competing directly with Fringe, uh, which is... Really, uh, one of one of those is going to end up on people's TiVos and DVRs. I guarantee it. There's a lot of a lot of people that uh, in, enjoy both of those shows, like like myself. Oh, we also have the Clone Wars on the Cartoon Network on Friday nights. I just realized so, and and that's been great. Uh, although I have to say, we, we can go off into a little uh, commentary on on the Clone Wars. I, I, there, something about this season has kind of been a little disappointing to me. Uh, they, they really showed us in, in some of the early previews for the season, like there's going to be a lot of action and Cad Bane and bounty hunters, and there's supposed to be this new Darth guy coming in, I believe. Uh, he looks like Darth Maul. I don't. I think he's going to be a Darth something, Darth, Darth Death or something like that. I don't know what his name is. It's not Darth Death. I just made that up. Just made that up. <laughs> but I, they've had a lot of episodes this year that are... are kind of going into the war and what it does to the society like uh you know more taxation and 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 food supplies and food chain or not food uh you know getting supplies to i guess now i i don't know if george lucas is trying to make a case against you know how war affects everything and everyone if he's trying to throw in some subtle stuff you know kind of a la like gene roddenberry would do in star trek but i'm finding it kind of uh I don't know. It doesn't seem to fit the show very well. I don't know what other people think about some of this stuff, but it, it, unlike some of their other previous seasons and episodes, now now keep in mind, I, I still enjoy the series. I'm watching it. I like it. It's great to have a half hour of new Star Wars content every week. But I, I these some of these sort of you know, it's not like going out and fighting the you know the separatists. Or, or fighting, you know, a lot more droid armies or, or whatever is going on. And they do include that a little bit, but there's just a lot of, like, political junk. And, and like I said, some of these, uh, you know, smugglers, you know, smuggling in this... Oh, there was this episode with this bad stuff. All these kids were drinking. They were tainting it with something to, to make it cheaper. And, and the kids got sick, and they had to figure out what it was. And I know there's only so many stories and episodes you can do with them going out and battling a bunch more droid armies. But I'm just finding it a little different than they've done in the past. and kind of a little out of place, it seems like, to me, for uh, Clone Wars. I don't know what uh, any other people think. But, uh, you know, let me know your thoughts on that, guys. Uh, so, uh what else? I, I guess that covers television pretty well. You know, I I, uh, I enjoy other series like House and, and things that are non-sci-fi. Uh, I think Community is, is a great comedy. 30 Rock, uh, those shows are, are so much fun to watch. Uh, and uh, it's... Uh, I wish we still had a fantasy uh, series uh, on the air. I did see a little preview on my latest uh, Entertainment Weekly magazine, HBO starting next uh, year sometime they're doing this thing uh what is it called something thrones the thrones of it, it's a george rr R. martin book series uh uh i'm sorry i'm blanking on the name of it i've not read it uh but i i saw the, uh, a, uh, a preview of some pictures and a little story in entertainment weekly about it it looks it looks really good uh i know everyone's yelling out the title there in the audience i'll try to uh uh, mention that again sometime as we get closer to the uh, release of that mini series. I think it's supposed to be uh, 
uh, you know, starting off with so many episodes, kind of like these other HBO series have done. Boardwalk Empire, I think, is one of them on now. Of course, they have True Blood, which I enjoy, and that's kind of on a hiatus right now. So, uh, But this one, though, looks good. They have Sean Bean. Is that how you say his name? Is that his name? Uh, the guy who was Boromir in the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, he's going to be in it. He looks just the same. You know, he's in armor and, and everything. And uh, anyway, uh, yeah, something Crown of Thrones or something like that it's called. I, you guys will know what I'm talking about. But that's uh, we've got a fantasy series at least coming on, very uh, Middle-earth looking. And, and it's not, of course, by Tolkien, but uh, it is uh, a fantasy series with, uh, you know, people fighting and sword fights and some magic and that kind of stuff, I guess. So... Speaking of magic and fighting and sword fights, uh, let's uh, spin off a little bit into talking about uh, my my really only computer game that I'm playing, World of Warcraft. Uh, I, I don't talk a lot about gaming on here. There's still I always talk uh, a couple guys on the forum I know want to do a gaming podcast uh, or a gaming either a podcast on their own or a segment for Trex and Sci-Fi. Hey, you guys, anytime, bring it on. So. <laughs> Uh, but a World of Warcraft has got a new expansion, a Cataclysm, coming out on December 7th. And so i am kind of been getting back a little bit into the game. I haven't been playing it that much in recent months. But they just released a sort of a new um, patch, which includes a lot of the new stuff for the game that you are getting, even if you don't buy the expansion in another about a uh, week and a half. It's going to be out week in just a few days, actually, a week from this coming Tuesday. So uh, it, it, it's pretty cool. They, this game's been around for six years. It's a big MMO game. You, you know, I can't give you in a, in a few minutes what it's... It's basically you get in there, you make a character, and you go around and kill things, do quests, get money. You can do crafting. It, it, it's a lot of fun. And I've never been a very hardcore player of the game. Uh, I, just, I just don't... I've never really felt, you know, like doing a computer game of any kind should turn into, okay, I got to go Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from 7 p.m. till 11 p.m. and raid with my friends and have some kind of schedule like that. I, I, I just can't do that. I, I have enough of a regular schedule with working and everything that I, I don't want my gaming uh, time to be planned out and scheduled like that. I'll hop in, play for an hour here, hour there, do some stuff. And the, the, the great thing, and I think one of the reasons World of Warcraft has been so successful is you can do that in that game. You can get in there by yourself and do a few things or find a couple of friends and play with them for a little while or whatever, unlike a lot of other previous MMOs where that was very hard to uh, accomplish much by yourself. So, um, but this new expansion, they, they've, they've kind of really uh, decided to do something that's kind of a little unusual with a game that's got this many people playing it a little radical, I think, in that they're changing a lot of the zones and the way they look. You're going to get a couple of new uh, race uh, races to play. The the There's two main sides, the Alliance and the Horde. The Alliance is going to get this character, uh, this race called the Worgen, which is kind of like a werewolf-looking uh, creature to play. You could play that, or you can be a goblin if you're on the Horde side. And you could play different classes like warrior, priests, and you know, again, this isn't the World of Warcraft podcast, but it's something that I've been kind of doing a little lately, so I thought I would talk about it. Uh, but the the big thing I wanted to mention, or one of the big things I wanted to say about World of Warcraft is now is the time. If you, if you really have ever thought about wanting to give this game a try until November 30th, which you've got only a couple more days. If you're listening to this podcast after that, you, you're going to be a little out of luck. But for about two more days, you can buy the original War, World of Warcraft game which I believe gives you one month free game time because this is a monthly subscription-based game. But you can buy the original for $5. And there have been two expansions since then. Burning Crusade, that expansion, you can also buy for $5. And the last expansion, the one that just came out, I guess it's been about two years, uh, the, uh, the Wrath of the Lich King is only $10. So you can get all of World of Warcraft right now for $20.00. And get you all caught up to date with everything, except for, of course, the newest expansion, which will be out on the 7th of December. So uh, that's a pretty darn good deal when most of those games were, on average, about $40 each when they came out. So now is the time for at least the next couple of days. They're having a big sale uh, related to the Black Friday events, I think, and and, uh, 
and all these good sales going on at stores and, and uh, online. So uh, if you have uh, an inkling to give this a try and you hear this podcast in time, you know, give it a whirl. I'm on the Earth and Ring server. My character's name is Rico. Hey, there's a surprise, but it's spelled R-E-I-C-O. He's a, he's a mage. Uh, I'm max level now with a bunch of crappy equipment because I don't do those big raids. <laughs> anyway, so my kids have played uh, once in a while over the years too. So my younger son, Eric, I think is getting itching to, to play it again with the expansion coming out. So that's, uh, that's another thing that's been going on with me. Uh, what else should we segue off into? Uh, a couple other things. Uh, before we get to the very end of the podcast, oh, a contest. I have a contest for all of you guys that are listening still to my rambling road show, uh, which so far has been kind of fun to do. Uh, I do need to get another sip of my Red Bull, but I don't want to put the microphone down. I, I bought a little Red Bull at a gas station a while back. Uh, I don't drink it a lot, but sometimes on these road trips, having a little Red Bull in the car is, is, is a nice comforting friend. Although I got a lot of sleep this weekend at home, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. I... I, I Hey, surprisingly, I get better sleep when I'm at home than I do even when I'm away for weeks at a time. I, I, I sleep much more soundly at home. What does that mean, folks? <laughs> that means Rico needs to be back at home in Michigan. So anyone who's listening and wants a, uh, wants a good paint chemist or a chemist to do other little things uh, that, that you work in Michigan, give me a, give me a holler. TrekSF at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, so uh, what, the contest. Let's go back to the contest. Uh, somebody sent me an email, a very kind individual, sent me an email uh, related to the, the classic sci-fi series Space 1999 is going to be released or is being released on Blu-ray disc. Seasons, there are two seasons of it only, seasons one and season two, and I believe he, ha- he was giving me the option for a contest to give away the... Uh, the first season on Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure it's Blu-ray. I don't think it was DVD in the email he sent me. He sent me a link to it on Amazon, and it's on it's on Blu-ray. So keep in mind, you would need a Blu-ray player of some kind to play this, PS3 or Blu-ray player. So uh, it's going to be a very easy contest. If you're a fan of Space 1999 and you want a chance to win this Season 1 Blu-ray set, uh, just send me an email, treksf at gmail.com. Put in the subject of the email, uh, 1999 contest, so I will be able to sort those. And what I will just do at next week's uh, next week's uh, podcast is I will just randomly select. Uh, and we are going to keep this limited. Unfortunately, all you UK guys, I'm sorry. I know this was sort of a British-based TV show, and it seems just wrong. But they're going to do the shipping of this item. So I am only going to keep this to uh, US-based uh, listeners of the podcast. Sorry. Canadian friends and UK friends and friends in, you know, Japan or whoever else is listening. Uh, it is the United States only because I'm not picking up the bill on the shipping they are. So, uh, but if you are in the U.S. and you are interested in winning this season one set, just send me an email and you will have a chance to win. Nothing fancy. You don't have to tell me like, you know, name three of the stars of the show or anything like that. Uh, I, I love Space 1999. I know I did a podcast on that series a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, of course. But um, but anyway, oh, there's a cool car. I still like that Mitsubishi Eclipse. Uh, that's, a, that's a cool-looking car. I still like that. Uh, I, I, if I had all the money in the world, I would have a big old house out in the country with a garage that had about eight spots for cars, and I would I'd buy one of those. I would buy a Camaro, the new Camaro. Uh, I would get some type of convertible. Uh, I, I would get some kind of beastly like off-road type vehicle oh rico can dream so (laughs) and a helicopter i want a helicopter too because i'm tired of driving back and forth to rockford in michigan although i guess if i was a millionaire i wouldn't have to do that probably anymore so anyway so that's the contest folks send those entries in don't forget and you'll have a chance to win that uh season one space 1999 set which is I think a truly kind of underrated series and something if you're a sci-fi fan and you've never seen that. I'm not sure if Netflix has that up for streaming. I would guess that they do. Netflix has just become really quick and good about getting things up for streaming. Uh, And uh, even foreign movies, like I was talking about those earlier. So uh, you should be able to uh, watch. And I know they have a new plan for streaming only. I think it's in the U.S. I think it's $7.99 for that. So that, that's a great deal. You can watch a lot of content 
for only eight dollars a month you know that that's less than for most people less than the price of a of, of a movie one movie ticket if you go out at night to see a movie uh for uh you know you, you'll be watching definitely more than one movie with that uh, eight bucks for netflix so gotta get them to somehow sponsor the show that would be good uh what else did i want to cover this week on the podcast I'll cover what's coming up on the podcast. That's always, uh, I think, people uh, would like to hear. Next week, I am covering the Enterprise episode, Carpenter Street. That is from Season 3 of Enterprise. Send your comments in about that. Two weeks, I am going to talk about vampires. Vampires in a little bit in literature, but mostly uh, vampires that have been shown on television and in the movies. And, of course... The vampires are like, you know, could there be anything that's more popular and in these days? I think with the whole Twilight series, there's the Vampire Diaries on. Prior to that, we had Buffy and Angel. All those subjects I'll be covering a little bit of and and, and try to, uh, I don't know, somehow come to some kind of conclusion about why vampires are just so darn popular over the years. So that will be in two weeks. Uh, in three weeks, there will be a special show... Uh, uh, Dan Shepard on the forums, and also Tim King Isaac Linkser. Is that how you say it, Tim? <laughs> Those two uh, great guys are going to be covering the TV show Chuck, which is uh, a fantastic idea. Great show. Uh, we are in the fourth season of that series, and it's well worth having a podcast about that series. And uh, I'm really looking forward to you guys uh, doing a guest spot. And then the weekend after that, I believe, will take us to just after Christmas. I will be doing sort of a kind of a, uh, it'll be at home. It'll be sort of a semi-casual after Christmas show. And then uh, just after the new year, Rick Moyer is going to be doing what he's uh, suggested to me. I was going to sort of take a week off for the first time pretty much ever. But he had volunteered to do a show about the best of treks in sci-fi. I know he's, he's looking for people to email him some audio about that about what your favorite uh, moments are from uh, the podcast, especially over the last year or so. Maybe some things in episodes, TV shows, or movies that I haven't covered that you guys would like to hear me cover, uh, or other uh, ideas or suggestions, anything like that uh, would be uh, welcome for the podcast. So, uh, And um, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot more. I did go out and do a little shopping uh, over this holiday weekend. I wasn't really planning on it, but there was a particular sale. I didn't go out at like 3 a.m. on Friday. I was out at about 10, 11 a.m. Really wasn't bad at all. Only had to go to one store, pick up one item, and got in and out uh, really quickly. It was in the store maybe a total of 10 minutes, if that. Uh, easy, easy peasy, and uh, it really didn't seem that bad. I'm sure it was really busy very early in the morning on Friday, but I didn't find it that bad. Uh, and I know a lot of people buy online. I do a lot of that. Actually, I've already done that a little bit, bought some things online for the holidays. Uh, there's nothing more nice and comfortable about shopping for the holidays than just sitting there, you know, in your PJs in the morning or whatever, Jedi robes and uh, sitting at your computer, click, 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 bang, bang, bang. It's all done. You can even have it wrapped and shipped to somebody if they're out of your area, out of state, somebody or, or that kind of stuff. So that is very convenient and I love it and uh, you know I think Amazon still charges a little too much for gift wrapping it's like five bucks or something uh, but you know the elves have to get paid I guess oh Chicago 60 miles I'm only 60 miles from Chicago Woohoo! I'm so excited actually the drive has been going pretty well so far but I'm still actually technically about uh, uh, two and a half to three hours away because I'm quite a bit past Chicago where I have to go to. Yeah, two and a half hours maybe. I wanted to get back kind of early today to get, be able to do some laundry. Pretty exciting things uh, back in Rockford. and Get ready for the for the new week of working at Testers. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I know only the forum members know about this, but I'll, I'll tell the podcast audience. I was actually sort of volunteered. I knew I felt someone lifting my arm up when I wasn't there. But they volunteered uh, for me to be uh, written up in the local newspaper, uh, the Rockford Register Star. They had some, they have this thing called, I guess maybe it's a regular uh, feature called the face of business. And they sort of profile different people that are working in the area. Some that have just sort of relocated to the area. I think some people that have been working in the Rockford area for a while. Talk about what you, where you work, what you do. 
uh, things like that. And they even came and took a few pictures of me working in the lab, pretending to make paint while they took a picture of me. So that's going to, uh, I don't know when it's going to actually be run in the newspaper. Who knows, maybe it's already been run. Uh, that was about a week or so ago. And I, when I learn more, I'll try to post something up in the forum and maybe on the main uh, Treks in Sci-Fi website. Uh, it's kind of cool, I guess. It, it was nice that they thought that I was, you know, they thought enough of me to, to have me talk to the press. Boy, that was a mistake. They had one question on this thing uh, that was, and, and what do you like to do to relax in your off time? But I, I, I realized afterwards that I had a perfect opportunity to plug the podcast and the website and everything, but I didn't. I just said something kind of real... Uh, you know, neutral in a way and not very, uh, well, certainly not about what I do here and, and talk to all of you once a week, but I uh, I talked about, I said something like, oh, I just like to get a good movie and maybe some Chinese takeout and stuff like that, and that's my way of winding down after a long week or whatever, so. But I blew my opportunity to uh, advertise the show, at least to the Rockford area. Who knows, that would have got me maybe five more listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, I, uh, I'm probably going to just about wrap this up pretty soon. I think uh, traffic seems to be getting a little heavier, and I've covered most of what I wanted to do on this little road show, and it'll be a little break from my, my longer podcasts. And uh, But I hope everyone had a great holiday. If you were uh, in the U.S. and celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope you guys had, a, had some great food and great family times. I, I did want to say one last thing I related to Thanksgiving that I just wanted to say I am very thankful to uh, to all of you who have uh, continued to support. Uh, there are donation links on the website, treksandsci-fi.com, PayPal links. But uh, you guys have supported through you know donations over the years and, and, and just through your emails, audio comments, musical entries, guest hosting, uh, and, and everything, and, the, and all of you on the forums and the RPG game, and, and just, it, we have a fantastic group uh, of people there, uh, and uh, you guys are all my friends, and I, I feel uh, very grateful to have such such a, an amazing uh, group of uh, people that I can interact with each day and, and uh, kind of have my extended family over at uh, the Trex and Sci-Fi forums and all of that, and you guys are all tearing up now a little, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say thanks, guys. You guys are fantastic, and... Uh, I hope uh, we we always even you know that day in the distant future when I when I pack up the microphone and, and, and say goodbye to podcasting. I hope we can all still continue uh, on uh, you know staying in touch with each other. And uh, I know uh, I know that uh, we will do that. So um, and now I'm mumbling and rambling and mumbling and rambling. <laughs> I'm gonna end this, uh, folks. Uh, Thanks again for downloading and listening to Treks and Sci every week. Uh, that's great. And there are some cool shows coming up in the next month I think you'll enjoy. And I think in the coming year, in 2011, I think we'll have even more fun things to uh, to talk about. So that's it. Don't forget the contest entry. I uh, One last reminder uh, that I mentioned a little while back in this podcast. Get those sent off to me. And I will talk about that next week and announce the winner. Until then, everyone, take care. Uh, Enjoy your week back to work if you had a few days off like I did. And we will uh, all somehow get through it. (laughs) And uh, as we approach uh, another big holiday, the Christmas season, which should be good. Uh, Oh, I got all my Christmas stuff down back at home, which is early for me. But uh, it's all stuck up in the garage. And uh, I knew I had to do it now because the next time I'll be home will be pretty much uh, a few days before Christmas. So I had to do it. Got a few lights put up on the outside of the house, and it looks pretty nice. So, all right, everyone, take care. I'm going to go now, uh, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye. It's here. The follow-up release to my Stargazer music project, MW Orbit. The short story and musical journey of an artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am MW Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there?
purchase your copy of MW Orbit, head on over to mw-orbit.com. To listen to samples, download your free bonus song, and purchase your digital instant download from CD Baby. Discovery from the perspective of a small robot probe named MW Orbit. short story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Join the forums at treksinsci-fi.com slash forum. Dr. Beverly Crusher, I would appreciate an explanation. Yes, you should. Do you have a comment, a suggestion, or a question? Email Rico today at treksf at gmail.com that's treksf at gmail.com how do you think that tells me about your character treks in sci-fi the weekly podcast with geeky goodness and entertainment news copyright 2010 all rights reserved i can assure you that i'm not given to casual relationships yes you should Bye.